I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. In this game, you gotta get the XP first. Then, when you get the XP, you get the power. This record. <laughs> I don't care. He doesn't care anymore. Still doesn't care. So sad. Hey, everybody. Welcome to CORE. This is CORE, the uh, Heroes of the Storm podcast with Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger. And we're all here to do what we do. And we're thrilled about it. And uh, as you can see, well, I guess if you're watching live, you can see all our happy, friendly faces are here. And we're, we're ready to bring it to you. And we're very excited about it. However, uh, we should, we'd be remiss if we didn't at least mention the fact that uh, I think something happened today that was uh, significant and more than just a normal patch. Okay, so stay with me here and I'll explain what I'm thinking. This huge patch comes out. Just about every hero, not every hero, but a lot of the hero pool has something done to them today. Some kind of tweak. Balance up, balance down. You got more life, that ability has a lower cooldown. Zip, zap, zoop across the board. Just about everybody got something. Okay, Christmas for everyone. I think that's a sign of something. Do you guys want to know what my theory is about that? Yes. Okay. Let's, let's hear the theory. Here's my theory. I think that this is the first of what will be signs that they are ironing out the entirety of the game. A uh, little corner here, a little corner there to be 
the game they want it to be. Now, I mean this in a post-HGC world. All right? <clears throat> They've already said they now have a more of a purity of focus and, pu- and purity of, of uh, direction on the game. Uh, words to that effect. And uh, that usually means, well, okay, we don't, we're not as beholden to the lords of competitive and uh, what's happening in, uh, you know, uh, tournament play and that sort of thing. We don't care. I mean, we care about what the pros think, but we don't care as much about what they think. We care about what game we want to make more than we care about that. So this is a this is the beginning of just saying, all right, just even it out, just spreading it out, making it a little bit nice and cushy and soft for what we want to do moving forward. Now, you could say, well, Scott, this is just a normal patch, and what are you talking about? You're crazy. You're talking out of your bum. Entirely possible. I'm here to admit that I'm I could be dead wrong on this. But I'd love to get the thoughts of the panel. Let's start with Bo Schwartz, everybody. Bo, am I smoking the crack or am I uh, up in the night or, do, or am I on to something? Uh, I like your vibe, so I want to say, yes, you're on to something. But in my heart, I'm thinking, yeah, it's just another balance match. Oh, dang it. I was <laughs> I'm really, sorry to say. But I, mean, I, I like it. I like it. I don't want to poo-poo it. I, yes. But it's very, this stuff is very, my initial reaction to it was like, uh, little tweaks here and there. This is Nothing. just the big addition. Okay, so this isn't it's me. It's the unabridged version of Game of Thrones, as opposed to the abridged version. John, do you well. do you agree? Do you uh, how do you feel? Uh, it's definitely hitting a lot of heroes. Uh, so I think you're right in saying, like, hey, wow, this is substantial. Uh, but I think Bo is also right in that these aren't the biggest tweaks in the whole wide world. Uh, most of them are just. You're pretty generic, like, ah, we noticed a lot of people are taking this talent. We now want to make this talent more enticing. And, you know, it could be that they took a look at what they had on the pipeline and said, let's let's put a lot of those out. You know, let's focus on getting all these uh, done and, and put out. Uh, and these are some quick, easy changes that we can make. So it's kind of hard to say. I think one interesting thing that I noticed from it is across the board, almost every single one of these changes is a buff. Mm. Uh, the only exceptions are Jaina, uh, Zeratul, uh, Nubarak to a degree. Anubarak got buffed in some ways, but nerfed in others. Mm. Uh, and then Lieutenant Morales has the tiniest of changes that's technically a nerf, but it's so small, I it feels weird to even put her on the list because mm. all they did was up her safeguard cooldown by one second. Oh, that so, is a weird. Not not exactly going to set the world on fire. I don't mm. think there's a lot of Lieutenant Morales players out there going, oh, my gosh, what'd they do? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it was buffs across the board to all these heroes, which is kind of that thing that we always say that isn't realistic if you're a game developer, but is realistic if you talk about games, which is, don't nerf anybody, man. Just bring everybody up. <laughs> uh, this is kind of that patch that does that. Um, again, small things. It's not like you're going to play your old favorite and go, oh, my gosh, I'm so much more powerful. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, buffs buffs for everybody almost. Yeah, it feels like it. And so that was kind of my thinking. And I'm probably wrong, and it's all wishful thinking. But, you know, I'm still going to have it for a little while because what I want to see come out of the ashes of that announcement and these changes is a a uh, a sign that the team is like, all right, this is our game now. Back to it, guys. Um, 
let's get let's get to the fundamentals like let's go let's go where we want to go to make this the funnest thing possible and not worry that uh t- you know s- top of the ceiling players who are good at genji are going to ruin uh htc 2019 because there isn't one you know what i mean i i will say <clears throat> if i was going to try and build a case against your <clears throat> argument scott yeah just to be a jerk yeah go for it uh I guess my case would be this. We have seen <laughs> them make changes in the past yeah. for the high-end players. You know, they'll say it. They'll say, this is to address high-end play or professional play in their patch notes. Yeah. And I, unless I missed one in there, I don't think any of these patch notes uh, undo anything that they've uh, ever done for that decision. Right. I'm looking so, through here now, just looking. I don't see. I would, yeah, go ahead. I would think that if this was actually a hey we don't have hgc to worry about anymore let's uh let's make a bunch of changes i would think that maybe some of those might be addressed because they were there really just for that purpose to begin with mm-hmm. um and none of those really got addressed i don't think that guarantees it but that would be my argument okay it's a glass half full argument because you know the recent huge xp changes the professional players laid it at the feet of casuals right yeah like the, that, that the whole catapult changes and the XP on forts and keeps and the levels being even, the argument was from the opposite side. So you, I, it's hard to it's hard to really know when they don't put a developer note ex- strictly explaining what they were targeting and what demographic they were targeting. Yeah, none of this it's has somebody- that except a couple of comments. Like they go into some detail on Anubarax changes. Um, uh, let's see, there's another one here for. Uh, Chen, Chen got some changes that are interesting. So there's a little thing there, but it feels like overall, like the the table of contents here are quick navigation is heroes and bug fixes. And if you click on heroes, you get this giant list of heroes, lots it's, of assassins. Uh, I counted them, thirty one, thirty one, and that's thirty six percent of the hero roster. So a third of the heroes got changes. It's a lot. It's a lot. A, it's a, a big. Patch. It's a big part of. It's a, it's a lot for players to take in, and it's a lot to keep track of. Right, but in some cases, though, it's like you'll probably keep playing your hero. Like the fact that Metamorphosis on Illidan grants twenty more health doesn't change anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's not like you're not going to notice it if you're really nuanced in your gameplay. You will, but it's not gonna. It doesn't do anything. Like, check out this one for Murky. Murky's spawn egg time. So the the time it takes to cast his new egg has been reduced from two seconds to 1.5 seconds. I love that yeah. one because it's dumb. It doesn't really change anything. Like, who cares? You're already pooping Yeah, but you can out. make it sound bigger. You can say it's, uh, you know, only three quarters of the time that it was before. You know, like, <laughs> these numbers are small, but sometimes they add up. Well, I think <clears> I think sometimes they really, like, the small changes do make a big difference, but that comes out in gameplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can look at these and go, oh, that looks like nothing, and it's actually a big deal. The one that jumped out at me was Monk's Palm got a fairly big buff, like 20% to the Divine Palm healing, mm. which I'm always happy for that. Like, it's not going to affect the stock market. No. But, you know, it the, the Nexus stock market, where I assume they trade gems and shards. <laughs> <laughs> but okay so it's maybe 10 percent increase not a but it's still like significant right like yeah. palm always feels like it doesn't heal quite enough for how compared to ancestral healing you know that you got to time it and trick it out and be on point with that palm right it should heal more i think than an ancestral and i still think it 
doesn't. But I'm happy to see it go in the right direction. Yeah, it's inching toward that, at least. I noticed here uh, Zagara's got a, a fairly significant change, I think. Her bile drop, uh, E, has new functionality. Uh, first of all, it increases the impact radius of infested drop by 20%. And after hitting 15 enemy heroes with infested drop, an additional roaches spawn. That's a big deal for her. Is it? Could be if you take the if you take the talent. Well, it says here. Oh, at level seven. Never mind. But I don't know what her other level sevens are off the top of my head. So, 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 bile drop. I know the story on this one. Bile drop at seven is a much maligned talent because it's a quest for hitting people with bile drop. Yeah, and it is hard. It is super hard to hit people with that thing. That is a hard quest to complete because. It's super telegraphed. There's a little circle on the ground, and it, this is this is my impression of it dropping. <laughs> and this is varying, going like, "Oh shit, I better stop hitting things. Let me walk out of the way for." Okay, all right, fell. Let me hit the scare. You know, like it's it's not like like it's it's a maligned one, and this this buff to it is like nothing. Yeah, like it's it's, a, it's I'm sorry, it's good, and I want to be positive and reinforce it but these are still all extremely safe changes that they've historically done uh, for the most part and some of them are fun like if your favorite hero and Nubarak has the beetle change where one of his talents is baked in that's fun mm-hmm. and i think it enables a build but i don't think it really changes you know it's not a dramatic change. It's basic attack damage got reduced. Why? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I don't know. Uh, a, a lot of this thing. stuff to me is very, it's good. It's probably work that needs to be done, or I'm sure there was a you know meeting about it. And they, like, the zero tool changes, for example, like that's a prescient. He has a build that is very oppressive. So seeing that, even though there's no note there, I don't think mm-hmm. that just immediately makes sense. A lot of this stuff might be cases like that that I'm not familiar with where it makes sense because it's been borne out to be problematic. But there's nothing exciting in here, honestly. I think there's a big question we have to ask Bo about these changes, though, because it's pretty much a question only Bo can answer. What do you think about the promise, if not the changes already, that Chen is being pushed into a bruiser role as our our Chen player? Mm. Yeah. Where do you feel about Chen being a bruiser? And Chen, like Chen players are kind of the most hipster because they know Chen is bad and they know the reasons Chen is bad and they still play him anyways and they're out to prove something to the world. It's very, it's a very, it's a club. Yeah. It's a Chen, a Stormstout um, club. It's uh, five bucks a year. How do I feel about him being a bruiser? Uh, I mean, I'm just happy to see him. He's just fun to play. I like drinking and, and trolling with him. So if they can make him playable or acceptable to play it honestly i'd prefer to have more situations other than bruiser in which to play him yeah not that i understand that his kit it it would require fundamental changes to the way he plays i think to make him an effective tank i think staying there doing nothing is just (laughs) it's it's not the best design and that's part of his appeal so i guess bruiser it is have him do damage um the one thing they did mention is that uh, he's one of those heroes that can either be insanely overpowered or insanely underpowered based on the amount of stun you're facing. Mm. And um, that certainly is the case with them. I think he's in the place he is for a reason. So I'm happy to see it. But at the same time, if everyone starts playing Chen, then there's no exclusive club. 
And yeah. I think that's what the people who want bu- Chen buffs need to realize is that you like playing a hard hero that's unpopular because it's part of your identity. Sure. So if they just take it away, then Chen's just murdered now. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> well, I like this idea uh, that a lot of the Chen players are just there because nobody else is there. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think someone who likes to play Chen, if you told them there's a world in a week, I, I, I scried into the future and HGC came back, and literally the tank on every team was Chen because they changed him so fundamentally that he was the tank. Chen players would stop playing Chen. Yeah, because that's the point is that he's this <laughs> weird out. He's an outlier. He's this weird thing. I've always said that. Pick him, he'd yeah. be banned. Yep. And yeah. yeah, that sucks. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Um, See, I'll <laughs> say that, but this mentality, this concept is so alien and foreign to me. Like, I hear that, and I think that's insane. Well, it should it should sound insane, I think. Like, I think it kind of is insane. But then again, I kind of understand it. It's kind of like... Um, it's when your favorite character in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is Cameron. Or, what's a better example? Um, oh, you know liking, what? I got one Darth that Vader. actually applies to me. Because <laughs> this happened to me. The Walking Dead took off as a TV show. Mm-hmm. But as somebody who read the comics, I got very much in the, I liked the comic better. You know, I got to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's a good way of putting it. I mean, that's a similar, it's a similar thing. Yeah, for I sure. think that's fair. Uh-huh. Uh, I noticed Deckard, it feels like Deckard's stuff got just reset to what he was before everybody freaked out about how good he was in pro play. So, John, he's the one character on this list I feel like maybe goes against what you were saying. Because almost all that, well, I don't have the comparison numbers, but all that stuff brings him kind of back close to where he was before he got those nerfs. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what the original numbers were either, but you're right. Yeah. It's somewhere in that neighborhood. Now, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't have the mirror, so I can't say for sure, but it feels like he's, and I can't, you know, I can't point to Deckard and go, ah, proof positive, the entire roster is being laid out in such a way that to support my, you know, original thesis but i've just been thinking a lot about it you know thinking about what they're gonna do what is what does this mean when they say purity of focus what does it mean when they say ah the the team is feeling almost exhilarated to to look at the game in a new new way like i want to start to see the fruits of that so it's gonna be easier for me to sort of see something that may not even be there yet because that's where my head's at and i will admit that 100 percent in front of everybody all right. I think we're all in a holding pattern still from December. Like we're now end of January. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, we didn't do a show last week, but we've been playing every week um, and enjoying ourselves. Like there's been no change to the fun that I've been having playing Heroes. And um, after a period of time, I did log, you know, start logging in and putting in a lot of games the past two weeks, just playing quick match and, and having a good time. But psychologically, they're, I think you're nailing. The idea that there's a holding pattern, we're holding our breath, we're waiting to see, just as you said, what what does the future for this game look like? Right. Yeah. And and you know, I, I don't think we want to get together and do the show every week and have bad things to say or feel negative because that's not fun. But you know, it is. There are concerns. Yeah, we want to know. You know, and that's and that's I think that's that's part of it. I mean, looking at this, I want to say. Hey, it's it's great. There's signs of life, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, we this is, yeah, this is uh, this is routine. This is uh, pretty, even though it's a big patch. I don't know. It's it's not it. 
This isn't it, it for you. It. Okay. This isn't it. Well, fair enough. It's uh, in full glorious detail if you want to look at all these non-important changes in the game. I got one more, though, for, for John, in case we missed it. We didn't cheer for him, but every time there's an Artanis buff, <laughs> his face prism cooldown reduced by two <laughs> seconds from 14 to 12. Darn right. You know, not the most exciting thing, but two seconds off uh, the abilities of one of your favorite characters, that's a, that's a fun, that's a victory. Yeah, and the the mana reduction uh, is pretty big as well because he is oddly, and they've done some rolling back on the mana for him already, but he is oddly mana dependent. Um, You know, it's pretty easy to run out. You tend to be pretty active with all of his abilities. So, you know, I think it was good. They're trying to get you to take reactive parry, which is okay, but it's still up against a really good level one with amateur opponent. So uh, I don't know about that, um, but mana reduction and a cooldown reduction for phase prism is all right by me. Mm. See, I think John and the demographic of player types, because we talked about the hipster choosers of heroes. I feel like John is like a husband uh, <laughs> a player. Like he's just like, I like Sylvanas. I mm. like Artan. And they're just like, they're his. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I did kind of claim Artanis. But sometimes my great loves fall fall by the wayside. You know, Hasidar was my gateway drug into this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of dropped off him when he stopped being a mage. Uh, then it was Sylvanas for a long time. And I actually have put very little time into new Sylvanas because she's just so different. I haven't gotten my head around her yet. Um, but uh, Artanis has remained a stalwart champion ever since he arrived. Yeah, you love him. Yeah, I do. What'd you call the parry? You had a word for the parry? What'd you call it? Re- uh, reactive parry? Reactive parry. He was my favorite yeah. character on Scrubs. I just loved him on there. It was he so was. good. <laughs> Old reactive <laughs> parry. Oh, man. Yeah. Just really made that show worth tuning into every single week. It was must-see TV, uh, really, at the end of the yeah, day. I like Dr. Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. He's Would great. Would have never guessed that, Bo. Yeah. I'm shocked. One of them, I guess. <laughs> the guy with the goofy name. Yeah. Oh, it's Perry Cox. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Reactive Perry Cox. Yeah, Dr. Reactive Perry same, Cox. We're talking about the same guy. Yeah, okay. same dude. Same man. <laughs> same guy, but the, mine, mine's more reactive. Yours is more <laughs> a professional with a bad name. All right. Uh, well, there you go. There's all that stuff. Uh, good good job. Uh, Barco Polo's out. Isn't he the one with the, the, the cone? Yeah. Okay. So the dog with the cone, which is what I got right now. I have a dog with a cone because she had an operation. Um, although she's not really licking anything now, so I think we're taking it off tonight. But anyway, uh, he's out. Is it a he or is it a she? You know, I don't know. I don't know if they did a Red Dead and went that in depth on the dog. It may not matter. I mean, it's a freaking dog and who cares? <coughs> but uh, <Right>. Marco, <laughs> it's the Marco part. Oh, Barco. So I don't know. Whatever. I named my I named a female dog uh, Jim Rayner. So what do I know? I shouldn't be allowed to do this. Yeah. Now that you mention it, man, that if they hired that guy, he'd have a lot of work to do. There's a lot of mounts in this game. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We gotta go through and pick a gender for all our mounts and make sure it's on prominent display. Oh, it's a bad idea. Uh, he's 10k uh, in gold, by the way. If you got the gold, that's your that's your deal. I actually do have the gold, and I'm I'm considering it. Um, you should. This is this is a sweet it's i don't know it's weird because it's like a maltese dog but you're gonna ride it yeah yeah do you have uh do you have mount fatigue yet though a little 
Because um, I feel like I have a 300 mounts, but only wear one when I play my matches, you know? like Yeah, you can't swap them out. You know what would be really cool is if the game featured a random... This is the wrong time in the game's life cycle to be asking for such a feature. I realize that. But this would be a cool feature if they could fit it in. When you die, you you can set this before the game, but you start the game with a random mount from your pool. And when you die, you come back in the Nexus with a different mount. And that's true every time that you've that you're dead or that you've otherwise gone back to the Nexus. That would be a cool like the, uh, thing. the WoW add-on that you could do that with. Yeah, World of actually, I think the game even I think WoW supports that functionality inherently now. They have a little. Oh, oh um, yeah, it might be just a thing now. Yeah, but it was a mod at, at one point. Yeah, they like to do that. They like to take good mods, rip off the functionality, and then that mod maker has to take a hike. They love doing that to those guys. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, you all with your chaos alignment over there. I always pick whatever <laughs> matches my skin best. I'm like, well, it matches the skin. I got to go on this. Well, I'm with no, you. I like the I'm, random mount. Yeah. Because uh, it's true in Warcraft. Where I'm like, what mount do I want? I, like, I paid money for some of these. I'm like, I want to experience them all. Random mount. Yeah. I, I sometimes am in that mood, but most of the time I'm like, John, I want to match them up. But I like the option. I, know, I like knowing it's there. And in this game in particular, I would really like to do this because... It just would add some variety. And the fact that we, like Bo says, we got all these mounts. I've forgotten half the ones I have, and I don't know if they're mechanical or animal or what the crap. Like, i got to go search for them. So after some time, it's just like, well, you're always on a goblin. I think you like that crow or that, uh, uh, yeah, that crow really good. So just sit on him. And once in a while, <clears throat> if I pull out Thrall and he's got his uh, freaking elemental burning skin on or whatever, I'll have one of those burning mounts that match it or something. So, so I have some kind of presets, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like I, there's stuff in my mount pool that I'll never even get to. And yes. so I am having some of that fatigue, but I really like this dog. And I just think maybe I'm not spending money on rerolls anymore. So maybe I should just, just spend it on the dog. You know, I that dog should. looks like he's been through some business. Yeah. Like he deserves a good home. Yeah, he's- that's true. It's not very aerodynamic though. just want to point that out. A cone tends <laughs> yeah. to. He'd Stop probably the be air. really fast if it wasn't for the cone. Yeah. He's running at full speed. Uh. It's too bad you couldn't use him to catch a pyroblast. Yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, just cone just that thing up off. the cone and be like, ah! <laughs> just take it in the face for you. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Also. I thought you meant pull the cone off the dog. You just let that dog get hit in the face. No, you don't. No, there's no time for that. You just lift up his head and put the py- Put the pyroblast in the in the cup and let him catch it. And his face will be like <laughs> he won't even panic. He'll just be you know <laughs> just let him catch the pyroblast. In it. Oh, poor dog, feel yeah. bad for him now. Also, he's uh, Nexus. He'll respawn. It's okay. That's two cones in the game. Got cone that, and he got cone of cold. And then got nerfed. And De- Deckard Kane should have a cone cone of old, but he doesn't have it. <laughs> I, wow, Scott. I want him to have cone of old. How what does amazing. it do? I don't know. Um, I'm lost. Where's the middle lane? I don't know what it does. It doesn't have a really good effect, probably. It, it, it asks people in a conal direction in front of them how to work the TV. <laughs> how to get the VCR to stop blinking 12 midnight. It seems the desktop on my computer is upside down. How did this happen? What happened? I kind of love that. Um, anyway. That's a actual story from a tech support call I had to do for my grandpa. Oh, my Lord. Really? 
Yeah, I got uh, my desktops upside down. Mm. What? Mm. How did you do that? Yeah, I don't know. And did you? What'd you it, find out in the end? What happened? I don't know. I still don't know how he did it. It was upside down, though. I don't get that at all. What does I that thought mean? maybe he just drugged the start bar up to the top and was like, "Oh, it's upside down because the start bar is up here." <laughs> no, it's it's it in your just, display. It was upside down. It's in your display options when you set landscape or portrait mode. You, you can have it go screen. upside down. Because I used to have a monitor that I could turn lengthwise. Sometimes you see it in game development behind yeah. the scenes videos where they have their monitors lengthwise. Yeah. So there's a display option where you can actually switch it for a portrait display. Yeah, I had one for when I was doing upside down for some reason. Yeah, Gra- which is in there. Programmers and graphic artists and stuff sometimes will do that because they like to have a a big long view of their code, and so yeah. that makes sense. But so maybe he got in there and fiddled about with his uh. His orientation setting. There's yeah, no. actually, chat room is saying there is a keyboard shortcut, so I'm sure he pushed too many keys at once. Control Alt and happened. an arrow key. I gotta try this. Yeah, me too. Hold on, it's my machine here. Uh, it did something to Discord. Weird. Hang on. That didn't do anything it's for me. That's fine. For me. <laughs> is it Alt F4? It didn't do anything. It did nothing. Everybody Alt F4 and that'll do oh, anything control you want up it. arrow? Just control? No. No. Unless you, unless you have to enable it. I don't know. I don't know. know. doesn't matter. Yeah, that's, that's an awesome true. story, though. I love that. I had a guy. I went. I used to do a weekend radio show on an AM station here in town. And um, it was like call-in computer show tech stuff. And this was back in like 03 or something. And um, we had a guy call, or a lady call in that... Uh, said that her, her little kid had jammed a Pop-Tart in the floppy drive, three, 3.5 inch floppy drive. Just yeah. crammed one in there. Just <laughs> And she was like, I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to make it work. I'm like, dude, I don't know either. Take, <laughs> it's done. <laughs> take it out and buy another one? I don't know. Like you got a Pop-Tart in there now. It's not going to read anything. A Pop-Tart doesn't just slide back out either. This thing was like, <laughs> like all inside. Yeah. Bad. Is it possible to recover from a pop tart cramming? <laughs> no, you'd have to replace the drive. <laughs> you to, yeah, you can't vacuum it out or something like or air. Maybe oh, going. air hose it. Maybe Andy Dufresne never recovered from a pop tart cramming. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say he did, but he didn't. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, the grassroots uh, tournaments are heating up, you guys. Big first wave of stuff. We talked about a few of those, little uh, smaller ones and stuff coming around. But now we have the European Competitive Tournament Division S by Heroes Lounge. It's at fifteen grand of their twenty grand total that they're working toward. Uh, Going to be yeah. casted by Caldor. That's cool. Uh, there you go. What do we think of that yeah. one? Woo! Well, I don't. We don't know what to think yet because it hasn't happened. But as part of this whole thing, we can, you know. If you want to look for signs of life uh, to be positive about the game, we can look to the community. And right now there are a few major events going on that if you're into watching competitive heroes still exists out there for people. So uh, Caldor's behind this and he's a beloved caster in the scene and someone who's very passionate about heroes. And um, I think Heroes Lounge has been around for a while as a European, uh, just, I don't want to say rec league, but they've had, you know, this is... They're not new, uh, but I haven't, I haven't really followed them prior to this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, this is a crowdfunded prize pool. I mean, that's $15,000 in viewer money. That's not 
coming from a sponsor, coming from anywhere else, is fifteen thousand uh, dollars. Yeah, it's in all viewer money, which yeah. I think is pretty significant. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's shaping up to be exciting. If you're itching for some HGC level action, there are some former pro players that are on teams or coaching teams. So hopefully, this is it. I mean, this is one of the two major North American European events that's coming up relatively soon, and um, it's something to look forward to. So you know, if you're if you weren't made aware of this, but you're listening to our show and interested or looking forward to watching some competitive, this is one of the things to watch. Yeah, um, watch for it. Now, I don't know if they've announced the exact dates. Um, there's qualifiers happening, I guess, in January. I don't know if those will be casted. Um, they'll be played beginning of February, so I imagine the actual tournament we'll hear about soon. I, I don't see dates on it, but uh, no, that's great. And the fact that this ground fund is like a little mini international going on, I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, because that's all that is. That's just Valve having people buy stuff and then pooling the money. And so, it looks like you're still able to contribute. So if this is the first you're hearing about it and uh, that strikes your fancy, you can go there and contribute to it. They did say that, you know, like we said, Caldor's part of it, but their description says um, potentially others. So Caldor is the one who's attached to it right now, but could be other casters as well. Um, we'll yeah, it's, see. It's very cool. I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. Uh, you also should be excited about this. Heroes Hearth partnering with Tempo Storm to create Toasty and Gladman Heroes Inter- Invitational. Who's Toasty and Gladman? No um, idea. This is legal in at least seven states. <laughs> Toasty. I assume this... these are people that I should maybe I, know. I, I don't know. Like, I don't think they explain. They must be, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so weird. It sounds like, I guess John said it, like a legal firm. Yeah, toasty. Well, no, Gladman. I didn't think that. I thought it was. It sounds like, yeah, yesterday. Won't tell anybody, but I got the old toasty and Gladman back behind the. <laughs> yeah, CBS. I mean, I don't want to poo poo it. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited that we're. So it's it's a partner. Hang on, they're. I missed the joke because no, because CVS. <laughs> I don't know if you guys even have those up there, but CVS is like a like a drugstore kind of thing that's everywhere oh, here. right right it's yeah, kind of like yeah. you guys near blaine richardson or what's it called up here we call we have two names for it um one of them is shoppers drug mart okay <laughs> <laughs> and it's a big chain and the other one in quebec it's pharma prix or oh. pharma pricks farmer pricks farmer <laughs> pricks is a great name pharma pricks oh. but it's price prix is spelled p-r-i-x that's pricks. So in English, it just looks like pharma pricks. <laughs> <laughs> what an unfortunate thing for a company who does pharmaceutical distribution. Yeah. Right? Pharma pricks? pharma pricks? That's awful. <laughs> pharma pricks. That's, oh, my Lord. There's a lot of ways you can read that. But in French, it just means <clears throat> pharma price. Yeah. Well, the French, we could, we could talk, but we won't. Uh, well, anyway, the law firm of Toasty and Gladman Heroes Invitational will begin uh, soon. <laughs> This will apparently Sorry. feature top NA talents. And uh, from Temple Storm, the Toasty and Gladman Heroes Invitational is considered a pilot with potential to ve- develop into a tournament series depending on the event success. The tournament will span two days and follow a single elimination format. The prize pool starts at five grand with additional prizing possible. I don't think prizing is a word, but whatever. Uh, possible through crowdfunding and, either, uh, and or additional sponsorship. Temple Storm and Heroes Hearth are still finalizing the eight invited teams and will announce them as soon as as all teams have committed. So 
they got that going on, which is I'll tell nice. you what I really like about this one um, is it's kind of bite size. Like it's not like if I'm being honest as to why at a certain point I personally fell off of HGC was it was every weekend for so many hours every single weekend mm-hmm. and it was exciting when i didn't have anything to do but then i was kind of just jumping in in the middle and going oh yay heroes is on and it was nice but it also didn't make me appreciate it this is the kind of thing where if somebody says hey toasty and gladman are getting together to put on a heroes <laughs> invitational they gotta fix that name i'm saying i'm sorry i want to be- <laughs> my name's gotta go <laughs> Does it? Is it bad or is it perfect? I I heard you say it in a serious context, and I'm like, we can't call it this. Yeah. (laughs) Toasty and Gladman, it sounds like, you know, uh, I just call it Benson and Hedges. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, what? It just doesn't sound right. I'm sorry. No, I get it. Toasty and Gladman. I get it. I don't don't think you're wrong. I think you've. I, I, I need to know that it's two people and that they didn't just land on these names. I think Toasty's got to go. How do, How does Heroes make you feel? A little bit toasty, a little bit glad, man. <laughs> feeling pretty glad, man. <laughs> sorry, I interrupted your thought. I, I'm sorry. I don't. But anyway, you. saying it's going to take place over two days, you know, that's something where I can be like, oh yeah, let's enjoy some competitive heroes for these two days. That'd be great. Yes, let's get into it. I could use a little toasty and gladman in my life right now, and then I get it. Yeah. And so yeah. I think that's good. All right, I agree with you. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they do because perfect agreement. I very much took HGC viewing. I mean, not for granted, but I was very busy and I always felt like, well, I've got time. There's stuff later, et cetera, et cetera. So knowing there's a limited run event uh, intrigues me. And yeah will likely make me set aside time to watch it. And when you know that the other, you know, the proper HTC thing is not there anymore, it it does make me, well, yeah, I'm just more alert to it now than I was before. I was, I did take that for granted. I took for granted this idea that Blizzard, no matter what they were doing, no matter what game it was, had an esports focus from here on out. And so that just was going to be a thing they would do and it would always be there. Um, you know, they still drag it out for, for StarCraft. So of course they'll do that for Heroes forever and ever. And then, realized oh no there is no forever if it's not paying for itself so yeah i I, i'm I'm interested to see what these guys do china's gold series will continue uh, also into 2019 i'm not super familiar with the gold series but uh it's basically hgc but in china yeah because they still want to play video games they like those over there my understanding the way china works is that like it was partnered like the the china edition of hgc so the fact that hgc is canceled doesn't affect their infrastructure over there oh, okay because it was like a partnership thing it might even be NetEase that was organizing it so they're just like yeah we can keep doing it yeah that sounds like, right because netty <laughs> netty's does we have the, all the money in the world right i mean netty's has an arrangement with warcraft that's similar well it's not i guess it's not the same but i mean they're kind of the they're the networking partner over there so if they already had stuff arranged and they were already part of that in some financial way, probably didn't change anything other than, I guess, at the end of it all, they're not going to face off against NA or EU teams. So, no, there's no grand finals or grand tournament, right. but they can still have their China-only thing. 
Yeah, but best I imagine China if person. there's interest in it, and some casters might be able to pick up the VODs and cast it in a regional language. You know, if it's high level play, it's still going to be interesting to watch for yeah. us at, outside of China. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I hope they do an American or a, an English stream of that if they're going to stream a bunch of those games. Because I would watch those gold games because I think they're the best players on the planet. What, what are the Koreans doing? Are they doing anything? No news from Korea. <clears throat> okay. That I've heard. All right. Um, Koreans are like, we're out. We're done. No money. We're out. We're actually worth, uh, our time's worth something when we play games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we make money off this. We're Korea. Thanks. Yeah. We're Korea. We make money. <laughs> um, I have no doubt that people still playing there, though. But I don't. I just don't have the news. Sure. Um, well, if you guys have any knowledge or are planning any kind of grassroots events, let us know. We'd be happy to pimp them on the show here and talk about them. Uh, I like all that energy. So more of that, please. Uh, because I think that's how this stuff can, you know, I don't know. The game could go some really interesting places if this stuff takes off on a grassroots level. So uh, we've talked about that at length before. We don't need to again, but I like the idea a lot. And you can always email us right here on the show at uh what is our damn email core at heroes for you.com that's it core at heroes for you.com oh and also we're taking voicemails now so um pretty much every show on the network is so if you have a specific uh question thought comment keep them short and interesting for the show and you want to do it in uh just a quick phone call and leave a voicemail and have us play it on the show you can do that i'm explaining how voicemail works here's the number 801-471-0462 that's easy. Just write it down, put it in your phone, 801-471-0462, and uh, we'll take any and all comers who may have a voicemail for us now or in the future. Uh, quick, uh, I just want to yeah. say that if you guys missed it, Scott casted Cone of Old. Yeah, I did. It was yeah. very much Cone of Old. <laughs> voicemail works. Voicemail. <laughs> How does it work? You dial a number. <laughs> And then you'll hear a message after a beep. You speak until you hang up. Later, uh, others will listen to the message. I can hear him. And be able to call you back or answer your question. Decker Kane answering questions about technology would be my favorite TED talk of all time. <laughs> I would watch. I would listen to it. Watch it on repeat. That'd be amazing. About machine learning. Yeah. I'm here to tell you about the ham radio. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, he's the best. Hold on, I gotta answer this question. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. I got an email that was super uh, critical, but now I've answered it. Okay. Uh, hey, <laughs> I'm gonna guess it was fu. <laughs> it wasn't that. It was it was a series of letters and numbers, and it's all good now. Hey, don't forget to check us out this weekend on another episode of There Will Be Dungeons at therewillbedungeons.com. That's TWBD for short. We play Dungeons and Dragons. Bo is our DM. Uh, myself, Kyle, Kristen, and John are all in there having a blast. And uh, there's some real great stuff going on right now. So if you are into it, check it out. We do a little role playing. We have a lot of fun. We laugh. We never cry, but maybe we will one day. I don't know. Uh, but we Dungeons have a... and Dragons is a game played by rolling dice. <laughs> and we're... Rolly, rolly numbers in England. Rolly, yeah, rolly numbers. Rolly, rolly numbers. Um, um, I a... kind of hope one day you cry, but not in a bad way. In a you know, no, no, like sure. Movie. I get it. Actually, I almost wanted to cry watching Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, isn't it great? 
and I don't want to spoil it in case anyone here hasn't watched it. But if you don't, if you haven't watched it, like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Go now. Go watch. Like seriously, it's it sounds dumb. The movie premise sounds like the dumbest thing you've ever heard, and it's the complete opposite, which makes it great. Yeah, uh, it's amazing, yeah. and you should see it. And I don't know why it even took you so long to see it. Why did it take Spider-Man so doing it? great things right now? Yeah, I coordinated with some friends. I got to see it with friends, which also a great movie to watch with friends. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Can awesome. I just say, I need to just read this comment from the chat because I'm not 100% sure what it means, but in reference to There Will Be Dungeons, <laughs> the chat says, tons of boy humor last time. Boy humor? What? I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I think it's a compliment. I, I think. Maybe he needs means body humor? It's missing <laughs> the every episode, though. Right? So. What's he mean? The porn in the library? <laughs> porn in the library, What's the Scott? boy humor, though? I don't boy get it. Humor. Boy humor? Yeah, gr- girls like porn, too. Poe's been- <laughs> <laughs> taking a strong stance here. Oh, man. All right, well, I don't... Oh, it's a she. Oh. Was there a lot of... Bo- it feel like boy humor? Dude, there's boy humor in every episode. Well, one of Nash's defining characteristics is literally his boy parts, so... <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, that's what they're talking about. At times. And if you haven't heard the episode he was referring to, you gotta go back. There's context there. She, I think you keep she. calling her a he. She, if you want, if you, hey, she lady, if you want to go back, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go back again. and get the origins, cool you... <laughs> cold is back. Oh, they reduced the cooldown. This is great. I can cast them more often. Um. You got to go la- listen to the episode where all that stuff went down and the plant, all that plant stuff and everything. If you haven't heard that, this is the yes, last week's episode makes no sense. So you got to go hear that. All right. Oh, uh, I can't she see lady. your face. I assume you're a boy. <laughs> oh, no, he's talking about the she lady. I know, but <laughs> I can't see your face. I assume you're a boy is a great cone of old line. It's really good. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is great. All right. Amazing stuff. Thank you guys. Check it out. There will be dungeons.com for more information. Hey, hey, time for this. All right, let's take a look at an email we got from a listener. This is from Jason or Takuyanyin. How would you say that name? Takuyanyin. Takuyanyin. Tackle your onion. Got it. Tikuanyan. 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 All right. Fair enough. He says this. I know you guys have beat the dead horse that is Heroes 2.0 store and the gem system. At first, I agree with you guys that I wasn't, uh, I too wasn't buying anything from the store because of the gems. But the more I thought about it, I realized the reason I'm not buying things isn't really because of the cumbersome gems. It's because there just hasn't been anything of interest in the store to spend real money on. There are many mounts in the game that I really don't want or need or care for. Uh, at least not enough to spend real money on them. I always seem to have just enough gold to buy characters, so no need for real money there either. I didn't buy the stim or boost because XP doesn't really matter, and I'm really and I really get plenty of gold. Also, as Garrett and Kyle pointed out on their show, it felt too expensive, even with the holiday sale. And lastly, there hasn't been any amazing skins that I couldn't just get from loot boxes or shards. The last time I honestly spent money in the game was pre-2.0 to get Mecha Transformer, Tassadar skin, and Angel skin for Vala. I want to support heroes and buy things, but there just 
uh, doesn't seem to be anything worth spending money on. Please tell me if I'm crazy here or if this is perhaps some of what you guys might actually be experiencing within the store. Jason. I actually think Jason has a point. It isn't to say that there isn't cool stuff in there. There absolutely is. But not a lot of it drives me to just throw money at it the way... I agree with that. And I don't know why. Like People do this in Dota. They throw money at that stuff, at cosmetics in Dota. They throw money at uh, at, at loot boxes and Overwatch like crazy. Um, proof, the other gigantic multi-billion dollar proof is a game like Fortnite where people are just shoveling money at it so they can get the latest dumb-looking helmet or skin or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know why. A, a certain percentage of your player base in these free-to-play games are going to be sick people who compulsively buy things. And the more popular and happening your spot is, the more of those you have. Yeah, and and you know if you go to a, if you go to a cl- nightclub and there's like three people there, and you know you're, you're less likely to make it the time of your life and and maybe buy a lot to drink and buy rounds for your friends, versus you know packed place that's super happening and you're having the time of your life. Like all these free to play services reminds me of events like that, like happening places. So if the place isn't happening. I think also your willingness to spend is like, well, this isn't a special occasion. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like buying because I'm not enticed to. Mm. And so I think that's part of it. Okay. If everyone in the world, I said it last, we did it last episode. If everyone in the world wanted to play Heroes of the Storm, Blizzard could charge you a kick in the nuts on top of 20 bucks for everything because <laughs> people were just nuts for it. Right. Like it, the stuff in Dota and Fortnite is not that much more special than anything in Heroes. Like, the Heroes does a good job. They have cool stuff in Fortnite. If you want to objectively measure which is more value or which is more artistically cooler, probably one comes out on top over the other. But a lot of it has to do with the perceived atmosphere around the game. Because I agree, I kind of buy it just because I'm into it and I want to support the game. But I haven't bought anything I'm really excited for since... Mecha Storm. Mm. I've spent a lot in the game, but if I the the spending that made me feel like, oh yeah, I want to give this money away. Mm. That was that was uh well that was Orphea. I was excited about Orphea and Mecha Storm. Yeah, I think that I think that that's you've got you make a point. Um it's also a percentage thing. I'm guessing if we don't know what Blizzard makes on heroes and they don't say, but um I'll bet the percentage of people who buy skins and stuff and get all jazzed about that stuff isn't that different than it is for other games that sell those sorts of things. It's probably the same percentage for TF2 as it is for Overwatch, as it is for Dota, as it is for League, as it is for whatever. I think the difference is um, if the player base isn't as big as, say, something like Dota, it's it's never going to be enough. So, like, if... Here's my point. If if only 10% of the people spend money in that store every week, that's probably also what Fortnite is getting. It's just that Fortnite has 300 million players or whatever it is, and 10% of that is an enormous amount of money being transacted. And yeah. if if it's just thousands of people playing Heroes, that's a much, much smaller percentage of people I mean, it's the same percentage, but it's a much smaller number of people spending money. Therefore, the amount of money is lower. So I, I, I don't uh, know for sure, but I just I get that feeling. I have a friend who is all in on Fortnite. He gets the pass. He obsesses over it. He, it's what he is into. And 
he buys a ton of the skins and stuff like that. And he and I would always talk about our respective games because I don't really play Fortnite. Uh, and he would look at what they were adding to Heroes and he would constantly say this. He would go, oh, I wish Fortnite got cool stuff like what you guys get. Yeah. Like, here's literally a person looking at the Heroes stuff, the stuff that we, you know, somewhat take for granted going, this is way cooler than the stuff in Fortnite. Yeah. Doesn't make him play Heroes. Doesn't make him switch games. Um, but uh, he's sitting there going, oh, that stuff is so much cooler. I wish they'd put cool stuff like that in my game. And so I think I think there's an element where you're right. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who just buy it because that's the game they're playing. That's what they're into. And they're going to throw money at it. You know, I I saw Fortnite toys the other day at the at a Barnes and Noble. And it it amazed me that it took this long to get to that point, because right now it feels like if you stick Fortnite on something, you will make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. No, I and I agree. It, take, it took that took longer than I thought it would. I thought that we would see that the 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 jump to retail much quicker. We'd see pop toys every five feet. I mean, there's gonna be feature film at some point, right? Is there? Oh, there's an Angry Birds film. film. There's gonna be a Fortnite film. Do we? Do we just brace your put your diaper on now? And get ready for <laughs> get ready yeah. for it. Can we nonstop. That's where the trailer ends. It just comes back up to somebody doing the floss. I feel like uh, I want to just jump out right now and say I think that's an awful idea, and they better not do it. Well, sure. If they were really yeah. smart, they wouldn't do uh, a movie. They do a Netflix series. Yeah. That way, they can have multiple games and scenarios that people want to see. Yeah. Um, I I, <clears throat> I agree with everything you said. I think also Heroes Perception. Those of us who play the game but don't feel like we don't feel enough incentive to open up the wallet are affected by the conversation happening around Heroes since its launch. Mm. I know I'm not going to play Artifact because of all the stuff being said about it. And that's not, you know, you don't judge a book by its cover. You want to have a, an appropriate opinion, buy it, play it. And I probably won't, whether it's warranted or not because of what I've heard about it. And that's what, you know, we're biased because we like heroes, but that's what people hear about heroes. And that affects us who play the game. It affects us. Yeah. Because we, we know it's like if you think everyone thinks you're ugly, that affects you on some level, even if you're not. Even if you're not ugly, right? Even if even if you're yeah, you just so you're less likely to spend clothes on you. You don't want to open up your wallet for expenses because you just feel like you're not worth it, and you have you know that psychological issue. I think that tightens up our wallets, even if we're super into Heroes of the Storm, because I'm like, why am I spending money here? Yeah, because we're willing to spend money. I know I never told you about my twenty dollar gun, did I? No. And this is how bad it is. In Planet Side 2, when that launched, I was really stoked. I thought, oh man, this game is gonna. They're talking about esports. Smedley's up there with these big plans. And I was willing to spend. Let's give that company some money. They made Planet Side 2. They actually did it. Give them money. And then at one point, I was playing uh, with a friend, uh, Crofton, who I sometimes mention. Yeah. Um, and I was like, uh oh. And I bought a $20 golden version of a gun. <laughs> It was the first one on there, and he makes fun of me to this day. He's like, "Why would you spend twenty dollars on a gun that is gold? Yeah. It's literally you have the gun already. It's just gold." And I'm like, "I want when I kill people to see that I've got the golden gun and be like, oh, that rich bastard,' mm. you know, <laughs> and get mad about it. Like, it's stupid. It's a stupid thing to buy. But would you if- say? Because I just I think this would be a fun thing to go around the horn on. Would you say that is your dumbest video game purchase? The one that you have the most regret about. 
And it's the one is, I was made fun that? of the most. It's it's the one I was made fun of the most. The worst video game purchase I ever made was Duke Nukem Forever on pre-order. I think. <laughs> before before Steam refunds, I think I'm the most upset about that one. Yeah, it was like that $80. was a like it was bad. That was a wasted birthday present for me. I think somebody got it for me for my birthday and i was like oh i wish i could have a better birthday present and that was before steam refunds i'll yeah. tell you what mine but, is i'm looking at it right now because i haven't played it since 12 13 and i don't know if i ever will again but i was so in love with uh ultima underworld back in the wave old oh my 90s. god wow yeah. i yeah, love I that game, game so much and then when i found out some of the original designers and developers were making a proper spiritual sequel to this thing called uh, underworld ascendant i was yeah. so all over it that i pre-ordered it i threw that money down and said they can't screw this up it'll be the greatest thing it'll be amazing i cannot wait to bring that back to life it'll be this uh, great great new rpg experience i miss that game so much it's a busted pile of mess and it was 25 bucks i mean it's not a t- very expensive game but it's 25 bucks down the turlet I usually don't make bad game decisions. Like, typically, I'm pretty good about it. Uh, I'm smart about it. I listen to lots of sources, reviewers, but also only ones I trust, friends I trust. Like, I'm just real careful leading up to something. Sometimes something will feel like a sure deal, and I won't worry about it. And most of the time, I'm right. But that one just, what a bummer, dude. And that was just back in December. Like, lame. It's just you feel cheated, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, and there's no return unless you use Steam, and I didn't use Steam. And it's your goodwill, because you're just like, I'm giving my goodwill, my belief to this company, and to be betrayed, so, you know, suddenly, but I have no one to blame, feels bad. Yeah, I don't like it. Mine is, I bought the lifetime subscription to Star Trek Online. (laughs) Oh, my. Uh, Uh, Give this man the medal. 250 bucks or something, isn't it? Wasn't it? I don't remember it was a long time ago yeah was i loved the beta so much yeah i was in the beta and i played a ton of that game and it came out i think it was right around the time mass effect 2 had come out um or was about to come out i don't remember the exact time frame on that and i was just all in on space games and all of that and i had such a good time i thought geez this thing's gonna pay for itself and it turns out I burned myself out in the beta. <laughs> and then the actual game came out and it was time to start over. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do this again. <laughs> $300 US. Oh, my gosh. That that's expensive. Right. They don't do it anymore, I don't think, do they? They still sell no, it? No, it's free to play now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that, that, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Badoom. Uh, okay, I, I do think you win. Now, somebody in the chat pointed out that I boosted a level, level 108 character in WoW. <laughs> While while I was having a fever, I had a horrible fever this summer and did a big mistake. But I didn't pay for that one, unless you count that it just came with my expansion price. I mean, you paid for the expansion too, so it's not like you gave away a whole right. game, right? Yeah, or you didn't you, you didn't just buy it and do two levels for six. No, levels. gosh, no, it, it was, was my built-in one, which is only a problem because I did use I did get an additional boost for an alliance character. And what I should have done is not done the 108 thing and just use that for my alliance character. But, yeah. so but you know what? I, yeah. I relate because uh, my boost I got with Battle for Azeroth, I used on a level... What's the cat now? 120? 120 now, yeah. I used it on a 110. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
You're just so like, I, just, I don't want to see this content. I yeah. played a ton of Legion. I didn't want to go to Legion for a day or two and just whack at things. I was like, all right, just give me Battle for Azeroth, please. And yeah. so I just did it. So I wouldn't feel too, don't feel too bad, at least. I'm, I'll am i join you in the feel bad camp. How, how about that? I, You know what? If I ever go back to Star Trek Online, and I've heard there's some cool stuff in there now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting pretty. When the Fox says it right, you get a ton of benefits in Star Trek Online for lifetime subscriptions. That's right. I do. You should they go in there and check current... it. You should look at it. I, I should. I should do up. another look at it. I get to play a uh, something, some kind of Borg, like a recovered <laughs> Borg, a freed Borg. Hugh. You something. get to play Hugh. Yeah. Hugh. <laughs> yeah. I get to basically play Hugh, everybody's favorite Star Trek character. I like yeah. how you didn't say six of nine, the uh-uh. cool one. No. Hugh. It's seven of nine. Seven of nine. <laughs> no, six of six nine, of nine was a different character. Yeah. Right. Six of raunchy, nine would probably. be the porn version of Star Trek Voyager. It's very different. Yeah, the six of nine uh, is a real, <laughs> real steamer. I like, I like how there's people in the chat room who know, not only know it's you leveled a 108, but it was 108.7. Yeah, it was. It was well on its way to nine. <laughs> I was that just like the pushes it over the edge. Like, it's like your conscience speaking. Well, like, in the other, it, you someone might say, "Oh, well, that's okay because at least you played it." No, I didn't even do that. I I leveled it, or I, yeah. I boosted it, drove him out to Zoldazar, and sat his ass down by the thing and logged in as my hunter. I never touched that guy. He's still sitting there. Hasn't started any BFA. Well, there you go. It doesn't. If you're not even gonna play it, then it doesn't even matter. Uh, bums me out though it is 60 bucks i could have saved but whatever hey people make mistakes i can't believe with you two that there isn't a worse i can't believe how far i am on the spectrum of bad by comparison 300 dollars on a game is a big ass yeah i was younger i didn't have as many expenses in my life i can relate to it saving i can can relate to it because at that time we were all thinking Oh, something's definitely going to come along and knock Warcraft down, and yeah. the opposite has happened. We kept a lot of us for that. betting. Yeah, a lot of happened. us were betting otherwise. I'm like, how long can this game really be popular? Turns out, I'll probably die before those servers shut down and before people stop playing it at this rate. I think. Jeez, John, that like, was that was nine years ago, by the way. Yeah. That you did that. Nine years of Star Trek Online. Are you making a lot of money back then was that like a you know two weeks of work or something like- no i just didn't have a lot of additional financial responsibilities in my uh, life yeah but now he's got let's he found out about those three twins or those three kids he has over in uh, miami he has to pay their tuition now for school yeah yeah so much college expenses and yeah yeah it's really gone up a whole lot yeah yeah now it's your turn to give the kids money and then they're like oh, i bought a star trek online <laughs> For a lifetime, though, Dad. That was for bucks. Three hundred bucks. Jeez, Louisa. But yeah, you're nine years on, and it sounds like you got how many hours of play? Not a lot. (laughs) I still think you have the worst one. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst one because I can't believe you guys don't have anything like this. Duke Duke Nukem forever and pre-ordering a game are not that bad. No. No, they're not. You never bought anything crazy. I also brought bought a Frostmourne replica sword. That wasn't a s- super smart decision. No, I, I mean, I have a I don't dev even kit have it too. here with me. It's at my parents' house. <laughs> I have a dev kit too, Oculus that I spent four hundred bucks on. But even that, I mean, I wouldn't feel bad about. It. I got a lot of use out of it. I did buy a. I bought a, a Vive, but we still use it, so that doesn't count. Yeah. Um, 
Turns out those things are pretty cool and worth the money. They're kind of cool. Expensive. <laughs> yeah, the $300 yeah. freaking... I, I just can't it's, think of anything like that. I don't think I've ever like, It's that. just a pure video game kicking the nuts. Like, that's, you know... <laughs> and I, I feel like, John... I feel like you got the... the you got the, you got skunked on this one. Maybe. I want to say right. that Evren in the chat says, John will have enough Zen, the in-game currency. Which, what? I didn't even realize that was a currency. That's what There's it was called. It's called Zen. Star Trek. Zen? Really? Uh, to buy just about every ship in the game that he wants. So there you go. I can own any ship that I want. And really, can you put a price tag on that? I've actually been kind of curious about that game lately. So I don't know. You should check it out. Stream your stream what you find and see if it's even in your wheelhouse anymore. You should check it out, Scott. And then when you all get hooked on it, uh-huh. I'll be flying around in some amazing ship beyond your wildest dreams. Yeah. And I'll be like, yeah, I paid for it. So. Uh, I tried Star Trek Online. It's a turd. <laughs> Wait, when? when did you try it how long ago i don't know when it went free to play i think i logged in for an hour games get better it, over time yeah and it's still well, i mean the, it's the, making the game money had, the game had already been out for a while it was it just didn't play nice it's uh, making it, it's, money it makes a bunch of money same with eso they're making money um uh, G, uh guild wars 2 makes money like it's possible to do it but they all had to find their happy free to play space to do it oh is it making money is it like a yeah thing? I've been around Star 10 Trek years. Online just did a whole Deep Space Nine update. Yeah. Hmm. And a bunch of movie stuff in, uh, injected in there. Actually, now's the time for you to get into it, Bo, seeing as you're such a Deep Space Nine fan. Yeah, I I don't think so. They did their latest <laughs> expansion was 2018. They're about every two years, just like WoW is on See, expansions. The thing, I, the thing I felt about, one of the impressions I got was it is, and I could be wrong, but it's very pastiche like it, it had a lot of concurrent timelines. Like I'm looking at the trailer here, and it looks like Discovery Klingons are in here. They are. So, yeah, you no, can be those you. if you want. Oh, they're all right, <laughs> dude. Discovery Klingons are cool. You don't like them? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I like Discovery, but I don't like the Klingons. Really? I thought I they were badass. And I don't know why the movies or Discovery feel the need to change an established look of the race, like update it. But like Worf is a classic character that's beloved by many, and you just took his whole race and like let's change how it looks. Okay, it but hold special. on. Worf was a change from how Klingons looked in the original series. Yeah, in the movies and then, that came before him. But a an, an, bit. an improving, I mean, an improving iteration. <laughs> yes, but your whole argument is don't change what's already been established. But in this case, they didn't made it better. And you're like, yeah. Con- sorry, context, context. Like, I'm a next generation DS9 kind of guy, like that era. Me too. Original series is like a test run. You know, it's good, <laughs> but it doesn't count. I mean, like, I agree with you. I'm just saying your argument ultimately was don't change things, and Worf is a change of things. The original series was the beta. Deep Space Nine and Star Trek was like, it's like World of Warcraft, and then everything after that is like the bad knockoff MMOs that come out. <laughs> oh, man. Basically. I, I like that Bo views Star Trek as original series beta, Next generation release in Deep Space Nine, their first expansion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the Burning Crusade. It's, it was a good expansion. <laughs> so what you call it, what, a Cataclysm is uh, is Voyager it's or what? Voyager. Yeah. I tried Voyager watching it. Definitely it was rough. Cataclysm. <laughs> I yeah, have fonder. I have fonder they feelings of Cataclysm. And like honestly, I like 
discovery. I just the, the only upsetting thing was why did come on, give me the Klingons. You know, why did you feel the need to change something? I think they're cool. I like them. But it's they look also, like Mortal Kombat characters from NetherRealm. Oh, <laughs> a little, now a little I'm, bit. Wait, now I might be into this. Yeah, you got my interest. The, the thing so is, they they kind of how good the new Mortal Kombat looks. It looks really good. Oh, I've been playing Mortal Kombat, but it, I'm fine with the look in Mortal Kombat. I'm just saying it's not Klingons. Well, They're here's the, Klingons. here's what I'm saying. They explain this in the Discovery though. The, these are like proto Klingons, like like purebred Klingon, whatever. By the time we get around to Worf and the House of Mog and Moog and all that stuff, it's all they've all been through a bit of a genetic ringer. Is this is how they explain oh. it? So is that in the second half of the first season? I only watched the first half. Yeah, so they 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 get into some of that. I don't know how detailed it gets, but they get into some of it. And there's some wiki stuff about it, but but that's okay. how they explain it away. I realize it's still kind of retconning, you know. So you're not totally wrong. But man, also don't forget, early Worf was like freaking Plato face. He was bad. I know. I'm not saying they shouldn't improve it. I'm just saying it'd be like if in World of Warcraft they released an expansion and changed all the orcs to have like 15 horns on their just head. stand upright. And just like orcs just have 15 <laughs> horns on. No, standing upright is, is an example of good improvement because yeah. it's a variation on the existing like archetype. Yeah. But you can go too far and just be like, I'm making Bo Schwartz's orcs. And Bo Schwartz's orcs have horns on the butt. Both glutes have a giant horn coming out of them. <laughs> and everyone would be like, what are you doing? Yeah, they can't it's sit anywhere. Orcs. They can't use mounts because they'd kill them out with their horn, their bum horns. Right, right. Yeah. And they have webbed hands. Right. Because, you know, everyone would be like, dude, those aren't Warcraft orcs. Like, fire that man. Yeah. So... And- in conclusion, that's why we're not spending money on gems and heroes of the storm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. I forgot where that started. Yeah. I was exactly enjoying right. this conversation, though. Yeah, that's uh, good. It's good. It might be what the show becomes if things don't go well for the game. Is all, that's all I'm saying. It might just be, hey, what other things are like Star Trek? And why are they bad? <laughs> I'd love to talk about Star Trek. <laughs> Let's I do a Star, Star Trek. We're doing a Star Trek show. That's it. All right. Uh, hey, thanks for your email there, Jason. You can send us emails. Core at heroesforyou.com. And again, that voicemail line is 801-471-0462 if you are feeling inclined to leave one there. A reminder that if you like what we do here, you can spend a little money on us. Not a lot, a little. By going over to patreon.com slash core show. That's the thing you can do. You can do it right now, in fact. Thank you for everyone who has and does. It means a lot to us and makes all of this stuff worth it. So please check it out. Patreon.com slash core show. For everything else, it's over at heroesforyou.com. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Bo, for John. See you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.